It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to one day early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.
defeats its own purpose. I just said don't overcook it. You're overcooking it. Bring it over. You want your steak? Bring it over. Bring it over. It's like a piece of charcoal. Bring it over here. You want your steak? Yeah, right yeah. now. Good. Good. Steak. Can't wait. Done? No, I can't wait. Good. Okay? Happy? Happy? That's all I'm... That's, that's all I want. Here. No more. There. Remind me about a steak, huh? Remind me about a steak? got more bigots on Rockfin than we do on YouTube at the beginning of the stream, too. What's up with that? Oh, no, now YouTube's taking over. YouTube's getting, YouTube has pulled ahead. Man, man, oh, man. We are live. We're live simulcasting Rockfin and YouTube. First half's going to be YouTube and Rockfin. My, my camera's so junk right now. It's like taped, duct taped together. It's a good camera, but it's just like actually physically falling apart. I got it. There it is. It's straight. Anyways, guys. Ugh, there it goes again. All right. Rockfin live. YouTube live. Of course, on Rockfin, we can say what we want. But for the time being, we will be doing the first half on YouTube as well. So if you're watching on YouTube and you want to join in on the second half, if you want to join your, uh, your boy here or your, uh, your, your, your lady here, excuse me, sometimes I forget. Sometimes even I misgender myself, which we're about to get into in a minute. Sometimes I even misgender my lesbo self. We're going to be second half Rockfin exclusive. Yeah, second half, we can say what we want. First half, going to be YouTube and Rockfin. Of course, you've got to do a little bit, of, uh, little bit of biting of the tongue here on YouTube. But there's some things you can cover, just none of the fun stuff. You can't do any of the fun stuff on YouTube. Which is unfortunate, you know, I mean, we're always well within the community guidelines, right? Always staying well within the boundaries, never doing anything crazy or extreme here on YouTube. But you guys know how it goes. You guys know how it goes. And uh, it's that trans vegan phobia is rampant, is rampant here on the, uh, on the internets, on all the internets. Wrong one. Where's this? All right. Well, speaking of trans vegan phobia, transphobia, and all that stuff, uh, I have terrible news. Terrible, terrible news. Um, but also possibly good news, right? Now, I think we might be able to finally raise awareness about trans vegan rights, trans vegan issues. Um, I mean, it's not just trans vegans, it's trans women as well, right? I mean, sometimes, sometimes, like I said, even I forget that I'm a woman, okay? I'm a, I'm a woman, just as much as a woman as, uh, as anybody, just as much as a woman as my, my lesbian wife, who barely admits that she's lesbian, you know? Um, Twitter has decided that women are not allowed to speak on their platform. Twitter has decided that women no longer have 
the right to say no or to say yes or to say anything, right? Because Twitter clearly has an anti-woman, anti-trans, and anti-inclusion agenda that we are going to – I'm going to need you guys' help. I'm going to need your help, all right? So the my <clears throat> my Twitter account, at Tristan Haggard, at Tristan Haggard – that's T-R-I-S-T-A-N-H-A-G-G-A-R-D, has been hatefully removed, right? So this is not just, this is not just an act of uh, hate speech. This is actually an act of straight-up violence by Twitter, right? So uh, Twitter has banned me. I'm assuming it's because I'm a trans woman, right? I was talking to another woman because I am a woman, and uh, apparently Twitter didn't like the way that this woman speaks to cis women, Right? Because they have this uh, cis white woman privilege over there. And my profile is no longer. My profile is no more. Let's see. If I, if I pull this up right here. Look at that. Zero following, zero followers. What? I don't have any followers. No followers. No following. It's gone. It's just gone. And then if I click my tweets. Oh. <gasps> This tweet is from a suspended account. Like all the all the beautiful artwork that I had here. My faces of the vaccinated thread. Gone. 100% gone. Look at that. I mean it was just look at that. Look at these beautiful all my tweets deleted. Deleted. So, you guys, Twitter support at Twitter support at Twitter safety. I need I need some emails written. I need some intercessions done between you guys and the bigots over there on Twitter. Okay, so it's at Tristan Haggard. Tell them I'm a, you. You guys are discriminating against a trans woman, openly discriminating against a trans woman, spreading turf hate, right? Hate suspensioning me, hate suspending me, completely hate speeching and hate suspending me. What is their problem? What is their problem? So I need I need your guys' help. I need your help. We're gone. Twitter has. Deleted me. Look at that. 6,000 tweets. <laughs> Excuse me. 6,608 tweets. Okay. I might not look like a woman. But I am a woman. Okay. I need you guys to stand up for this bearded woman. Please. Please. Ask Twitter. Why are they hate speeching? Why are they banning a trans woman? I, I, want, I need some emails written. Let's get this done, guys. Let's do it. Anyways, speaking of, uh, man, this, this popped up on Twitter. Look at this. Look at this. Speaking of, um, of Twitter, look at that. <laughs> this is next level. COVID vaccination record card. Excuse me. Ooh, double sneeze. Look at this vaccination record card tattooed. On the arm. Look at this. This is this is a real man. This is a real tattoo. Okay, this is a this is a badge of honor. Right? All you all you uh all you haters of science out there, all you progress phobes, all you uh all you reality phobes, science phobes out there who don't want to get this shot, who think maybe it's not cool, maybe it's not edgy, maybe it's not hip. Well, look at this. If you get your shot, you might be able to be like this guy. You can get your, uh, your vaccination 
card tattooed on your arm. And it, re- it truly has become the new religion. This is insane. The iconography of the new religion is right here. What demonic is this, right? I mean, it really kind of makes you, it really reminds one of the the tattoos right, on the... Uh, yeah, on the prisoners in the prison camps during the uh, during the Nazi regime. And of course, IBM set that whole system up, the tracking and tracing system. Guess who that was set up by? That was set up by U.S. corporations, by IBM. Oh, how convenient! I mean, this is this is just next level. All right. Well, oops. Here we go. This is what we're talking about first, though. We'll get into more of the uh, the heroes later. Um, the messaging, the messaging is continuing. I can't tell at this point if uh, if it's desperation. Is this desperation because so few people want to take these shots? It almost seems like that sometimes. But it almost seems like this is like a desperate push. I mean, we're we're seeing fake numbers. The military was lying about how many. Of the troops have wanted to take this thing in the U.S. military. We're seeing vaccination sites shut down left and right. Where'd that go? I had a, I got so many tabs pulled up here. Where'd that go? On the, uh, Got a, I've got another window pulled up here somewhere. I gotta find it. Hold on. You know, I mean, it's it, it's hard to tell. Is is this desperation? Is this? Is it just another corny push? Another really corny push of propaganda that's leading to this madness of Muppets of Sesame Street of uh, celebrities. Endorsing this stuff. It, it almost seems to me like maybe, just maybe, people aren't so into it. Fresno County is diverting COVID vaccine due to low demand. Why don't people want it? Why don't people want this? We just, we don't understand why people wouldn't want this. They must be selfish, right? They must, maybe they don't watch enough television. They must not be getting the right message the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine is a top target of conspiracy theories. Oh, that's it. It's just, it's the stupid anti-science, science-phobic conspiracy theorists, right? Local churches cancel COVID-19 vaccine clinics amid declining demand. So I don't know. I mean, we, we are seeing indicators. We're seeing indicators that there is kind of a slowdown of uptake. Uh, I got to remember we're on YouTube. We can get deeper into some of these things in the second half. I do want to also hit on in the second half when we're Rockfin exclusive, I want to do a little update on the Magnet Challenge. I do want to do a little update on that Magnet Challenge because there are some interesting developments that have come up. Um, yeah, but first of all, let me, let me shout, out to the, uh, shout out to the chat over here. We got the Rockfin crew, we got the YouTube crew. What's going on, YouTube? Look at this. The most, this, is, this might be the most throttled stream. Every single stream we do on YouTube gets more and more throttled. It's just completely absurd the amount the amount of the lack of reach we have to our audience, right? So if you're on YouTube, remember you can subscribe. 
you can follow the video. You can hit the bell icon and tell them that you want to be notified. But I guarantee you, you will not be notified by YouTube. So if you actually <clears throat> do want to be notified about upcoming streams, the third link in the description of the YouTube video, you can click on that link. We'll send you an email before the streams. If you want to get notified about these streams, you can also jump over to Rockfin, where you will actually be notified. You can actually be notified on Rockfin, and we can talk about what we want to talk about. And you know what's cool about Rockfin? You can actually support the channel over there. We can actually monetize, which we can't do on YouTube. YouTube has completely crushed this channel's ability to reach its audience. Rockfin is the place to go. So there's a link to the Rockfin stream in the YouTube description. There's a link to the Rockfin stream in the chat on YouTube. Jump on over there. Make a free account on Rockfin. You watch for free during this. A little bit afterwards, probably going to be put to uh, subscriber-only content. But there's a few free videos up now. Actually, the like, last like two weeks worth of videos are up for free on Rockfin right now. There's some bangers up there that you guys will enjoy quite a bit. Check those out. And then also, I want to thank the, uh, the YouTube crew who does support via the Streamlabs tips. right? Because that's how we stay alive here as far as this channel. We stay alive because you guys support it through the tips. You guys support it through subscribing via Rockfin. You guys support it via tipping on Rockfin and through the Streamlabs tips. So let me put the Streamlabs link over here. I, I got to remember to put it in the uh, I'll put it in the description of the Rockfin video as well. I'll put it in that description to make sure that you guys are able to uh, to tip over there via Streamlabs. If you don't want to tip through Rockfin, Streamlabs goes directly to the content creators. Goes directly to the content creators. So make sure, to, make sure to share these videos, like the videos, do all those cool things. Like them, share them, do all that stuff. Do all the things. And let me come over here and just... Uh, oh, also, I want to thank you guys, everybody who tipped after the last stream. Everybody who sent tips after the last stream over here on Rockfin. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. We appreciate you guys supporting via the tips. That last stream was very popular. The last stream which we did with Dr. Bradley Campbell. Great stream. Tomorrow night, going to have another stream. It's going to be awesome. That stream tomorrow is with, let me make sure, let me make sure I get, <clears throat> get it correctly. We've got two streams coming up. We've got tomorrow night and we've got Tuesday night. Tomorrow night is with an ICU nurse. Right, not and you're not going to find this nurse on TikTok. You're not going to find her. Uh, she's not an essential twerker. She's actually a hardworking nurse. I think she does a little bit of homesteading as well. Lives on a little family farm. So yeah, tomorrow night is going to be with an ICU nurse. We're going to be talking about the massive deception that we've been seeing as far as uh, hospitalizations goes, as far as what's going on in the hospitals. We're going to talk about the TikTok. Um, essential twerker phenomenon. We're going to talk about all this madness. Okay, and then Tuesday we've got a doctor, Dr. Lindsay. She's a toxicologist and a virologist. We're going to be talking with her. So we've got two doctors coming up. Those are going to have to be mostly Rockfin exclusive. We'll do the first little bit on YouTube, but those are going to be a little bit, a little bit too hot for, uh, um, a little bit too much for the, for the old YouTube over here. Okay, so. Where'd we go? So yeah, we've got Dr. Lindsay on Tuesday. We've got tomorrow with Rita, with Rita Rogers. She's an ICU nurse, and that's going to be great. So you guys, make sure to support. Make sure to come over and hang out. Check the streams out. Uh, let me give a big shout out. We got a couple tips after the fact. Uh, we didn't read this one the other day because I didn't see the uh, tips over there 
um, on the last stream during the Dr. Bradley Campbell stream. Big shout out to uh, Tristan Fabboy, donated 50 bucks, says, Cheers, bro. Greetings from Hollanda. Respect your work, mate. Love you. Tristan Fabboy, thank you very much for that nice, generous tip. Send a $50 tip over there via Streamlabs. And then after the fact, in between streams, Sup Trizzo sent a big old fat tip. Sup Trizzo said, Sup Trizzo. I've uh, been following your work on Rockfin and really enjoy it. You're doing a magnificent job to address all the issues at hand in a playful and lighthearted manner. I even start to enjoy things like your Vax Live commentary. Love to your fam from M- from NL. I'm guessing that's, uh, is that Netherlands? NL? But Sub Trizzle, thank you so much for that big, fat, generous super chat there free, uh, through the Streamlabs. Um, that's what, you guys are the ones who sponsor this. You guys are the sponsors of the streams here. We appreciate you guys. We got a tip over here on Rockfin today. Look at that. Kiki, Kiki Heary, tip five bucks on Rockfin. Thank you very much. We appreciate the tips, guys. We're going to, maybe we'll have to do, I think we got, we don't have any, no tips from YouTube today, but thank you guys who do support the stream via the Streamlabs link. We're going to have to do that Streamlabs contest, guys. We'll be opening it up for the Streamlabs competition. Streamlabs competition, the top bigot, you're going to win. Um, you'll win free, uh, free viewings of, celebrities telling you to get vaccines for life, right? Free commercials gaslighting you into (laughs) giving you vaccines for the rest of your life and free COVID vaccines for life. As many boosters as the government tells you to get free, okay? So that's what the top tipper, the top tipper over there on YouTube or on Rockfin, that's what you get. Take tip five bucks says, I'd ask my boss who got the Moderna to try a magnet and it didn't stick. I didn't ask how long ago he got it. There you go. All right. Well, I'm glad it didn't stick. It seems like some do, some don't. It's kind of weird. We're going to talk a little bit about that magnet challenge a little bit later. But we got, we got kind of deep into that. that. That was freaky. And this is, it's undeniable. We are seeing tons of reports. We're seeing tons of videos. People are making it up. So what's going on there? I don't exactly know. But we're going to dive into that a little bit later on when we're on Rockfin only. All right, so thank you guys. We appreciate the tippers. We appreciate the support, guys. Come over here. All right, you know what else we appreciate? We appreciate the real frontline heroes, the real heroes of this, right? First of all, the doctors. Yeah, we we appreciate you guys. Doctors, you guys who spent uh, eight years in medical school to come out with a staggering amount of debt only to realize that you're just basically a glorified Big pharma drug pusher. Yeah, you, you push them in. You push them in, doctors. You, um, you doctors who are basically a glorified big pharma search engine. Yeah, we, we appreciate you so much, but also we appreciate other people because other people are in this war too. Don't you understand? We're at war, you guys. We're at war. We're, there, are people, there are people like me at the front lines of this war, right? Advocating. For Muppets to get the shot. <laughs> Advocating for Gonzo to get the shot. Because Gonzo, he believes in science. He believes science. Do you? Just been vaccinated. Oops. Pepe and I have just been vaccinated. Four arms, no waiting. Getting vaccinated means we're one step closer to getting back to normal. See, even if you weren't normal to begin with. So get So get informed on vaccines now. Go ahead, give it a shot. Message from the Muppets. You see, they love you. They love you. They just, these, the Muppets care about you so much. 
They just want you to get the shot. Disney. Disney cares about you so much. Look at this. Disney parks and the Muppets encourage vaccinations. Isn't this amazing? Look at this. With the rate of COVID-19 vaccinations going up. It's going up, guys. The rate is going up. It's not going down. Right? Like we're seeing other reports, which those must be hate. Those hate reports. Right? They're not going down like in uh, uh, Fresno. Not too far from Disneyland. Fresno is diverting COVID vaccine due to low demand. Why don't people want it? Uh, it's, it's going up. The rate's going up. Everyone wants it, they say, right? Don't, don't you want to be like everyone else? You don't want to be weird, do you? Don't you want to be cool? All the cool kids are getting it. And the rate of COVID-19 cases going down in the United States. Going down. The rates, the COVID cases are going down. The rate of cases, cases going down. Oh, I wonder why. I wonder if this has anything to do with the uh, PCR cycle threshold standards being lowered for the vaccinated. Hmm. Yeah, because remember, you can just scale up and down the case numbers whenever you want with PCR. Uh, things are slowly beginning to go back to normal. Normals in quotes, of course. You got to put normal in quotes throughout the country. However, things are still not as they once were, and guests visiting Disney theme parks can see that firsthand. Between near constant mandatory mask wearing in Disneyland and modified character interactions at all the Disney parks, Disney is still learning how to operate in a post COVID world, a post COVID world. They're learning. They're learning. Disney's trying to figure this out. Disney's listening to the science. They're just, they're just learning, right? They're not social engineering you with all these other major corporations. They're not trying to influence your behavior. They're not joining in on the massive celebrity and mass media gaslighting campaign. They're just adapting. They're just they're trying to figure it out just like you guys. Disney. Just grassroots, grassroots Disney. Uh, while there are many people who have already received or will soon receive receive their vaccines, there are many who are still not sure about it. Disney wants to encourage everyone who can to get their COVID-19 vaccine. And to help spread the message, Disney has teamed up with the one and only Muppets. The Muppets. Disney Park's chief medical officer, the chief medical officer, dang, chief medical officer, Dr. Pam Himmel, ooh, she's a woman like me, shared the new Disney Muppets team-up to Disney Parks blog. Dr. Himmel wrote the consensus in the medical community. Dang, ooh, there you go. The consensus in the medical community, that's basically all the experts, you guys, is that the vaccines can help protect you against COVID-19. And when you get vaccinated, you are part of a growing group immunity. Group immunity, not herd immunity, group. Group immunity, community immunity. Group immunity that helps to keep both you and others safe. Especially those who are immunocompromised and can't be vaccinated. Oh, you if you're if you get the shot, you're helping the immunocompromised who can't be vaccinated. You're helping them. You may still have questions about getting vaccinated, and that's okay. If you want to learn more, I invite you to check out getvaccineanswers.org. I hope that you'll consider getting your shot and encouraging your friends and family to join you. I mean, I know, I know Dr. Pam. She's very trustworthy. She's the chief medical officer over at Disney. I mean, this, 
This bitch looks like Jimmy Savile's sidekick sister. This looks like Jimmy Savile's demonic sister. <laughs> but I trust her. I trust her because Jimmy Savile is, he's a, uh, he's Sir Jimmy Savile, right? We've got uh, Mrs. Mrs. Jamee Seville here. Look at this. I mean, I trust her. I, that, that look, that's the face of somebody who understands health. That's the face of somebody that I can trust. That's, that's somebody who's on the front lines. She's on the front lines influencing people, influencing people to follow the science and to get, as uh, Joe Biden said, vax ed. Because remember, guys, at, at Disneyland, it's vax ed or masked. Vax ed or masked. Imagine, imagine if Trump made as many blunders as, as uh, creepy Uncle Joe, as sniffy Joe Biden. <laughs> imagine if Trump said that. Imagine if Trump told the media that, uh, that, uh, that he would run them over in a car like Biden did the other day. Yeah, he said that. And then there were, next to him, his, um, what's it called, his Secret Service guy, he's in this truck, and it's supposedly the new Ford uh, electric vehicle, right? And he's acting like he's driving it, looking all cool with his aviator shades. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. And then the media's talking to him, and he's bantering with him. Joe, can we ask you some questions? He's, and he says some, makes some stupid joke about, hey, get in front of the car, and I run you over. <laughs> and they all laugh. They all just, oh, Joe. But then when you and the people uh, showed a different angle, and you could see that the there was another steering wheel. He wasn't even driving the vehicle. There was two steering wheels in the car, and <laughs> the uh, Secret Service was actually driving the car. And the media just stands there and just goes with it. They just love pushing these illusions. But you can trust those people. These are the people telling you to get the shot, and you should trust them apparently. So Disney's just trying to figure out in that post-COVID world. Get answers, guys. Gonzo and Pepe, they want the shot. All of the Muppets are taking it. All the Muppets are taking it. We know that we know how to how to live in the post-COVID world because the Muppets show us, like uh, over here, we've got Katie's Mom Quarantines. This is Sesame Street in communities. And we're gonna learn a little bit about the history of Sesame Street after this. All right, but let's let's learn about Katie's mom. Katie's mom is going to quarantine, guys. Hi there. I'm Katie from Sesame Street, and this is my mom and dad. My mom's in the military and worked with someone who got sick. She's keeping... Okay, so this is a this is a weird theme that we have seen in a lot of these like Sesame Street videos. They keep... They really are targeting military children for whatever reason i guess maybe uh there's limited programming on bases uh but yeah this for some reason they're just specifically targeting military children and of course they're always targeting urban children african-american children as well but it, it's weird this uh, this whole like military children theme that we've been seeing from them is my mom and dad my mom's in the military and worked with someone who got sick She's keeping us safe by staying in a special place for a while. Maybe even two weeks. Oh, I used to have a mommy, but she she was around somebody who tested positive. Somebody who didn't get the shot. Now I don't get to see my mommy for two weeks. <laughs> this, this, look at the normalization of this. We're a year in. This is published two days ago, May 19th, 2021. This is my mom and dad. Aww. My mom's Look at that. My mom's red and my dad's blue. Military and worked with someone who got sick. 
She's keeping us safe by staying in a special place for a while. Oh, she's keeping us safe. Maybe even two weeks. Oh. The doctor will let us know how long. The doctor will tell us when we can see Mommy again. Doctor walks into Mommy's room and every single day points a little gun-shaped thermometer at her head. And that's how we know that she's safe. Because the chief medical officer goes up and puts the temperature gun to Mommy's head. And Mommy likes it when she gets the gun to her head. Two weeks. The doctor will let us know how long. She gets a checkup every day to make sure she's feeling okay. Some days we get to video chat. I wish we could talk and hug every day. Some days I get to video chat with my Mommy. But most days I don't. I don't even get a hug or see her. <laughs> so who's who's with this little girl? Look at the they're look how they're normalizing, ripping families apart. And this is what we saw in the very beginning. The uh, that medical officer out of uh, uh, what's that guy's name? He works for the UN. Out of uh, he's Irish. And he said we're going to have to start going into people's home and separating families who might have one member of the family that's sick. Look how evil this is. To make sure she's feeling okay. Notice that, notice that her mom's totally fine. Notice that her mom's not sick. Her mom's just like smiling, but she's in a room. She can't leave, but the doctor's keeping her safe. Don't worry. Daddy can show you mommy pictures, pictures of mommy on a phone. I wish we could talk and hug every day. Can't. But some days we can't, can't. because she's still working while staying at her special place. Special place. My dad thought of a fun idea for the days when we can't all talk. He and I write my mom notes in little paper hearts. When she comes home, she'll be able to read the notes we've written for her. At the end of our calls, I always give my mom a virtual hug. Aww. And then my dad gives me two extra long hugs. One for my mom and one from him. <laughs> this is so evil. I miss my this is mom, so sad. but I know she's being taken care of while she's away. Oh, yeah, but I trust the state who gets to just tell my mommy that she's been around someone sick anytime. And I don't get to see my mommy until the state tells me it's okay again. But I like that because I know we're all safe. We're all super safe now. And I feel good knowing I'm helping her feel loved. Visit sesamestreet.org slash caring for more. That's that's how you care. You just accept that you're not going to see your mommy anymore. The state's going to take mommy away. And that's good. That's healthy. That's normal. Disneyland slowly getting back to normal. And the temperature guns everywhere. The biosecurity state. The normalization of the biosecurity state. So anyway, Sesame Street. Sesame Street. Where does Sesame Street come from? We're over here at... Medaloofphilanthropy.org, Carnegie's Medal of Philanthropy, bringing Sesame Street to life, Carnegie's creation of the groundbreaking public television series. So we've done a few episodes highlighting the Rockefeller Foundation. Now, in those episodes, we've also mentioned extensively the Carnegie Foundation. The Carnegie Foundation was actually created before the Rockefeller Foundation. Carnegie was the robber baron steel magnate of the United States, right? They are uh, uh, one of the most wealthy individuals in the world at the time helped to invent the philanthropocapitalism model, right, of NGOs, foundations, tax-free foundations being used to funnel money 
into other business interests, corporate interests, for on behalf of these private interests in a giant shell game of influence, money laundering, and fake philanthropy, philanthropy, if you, if you will. The, uh, the Carnegie Foundation, now the Carnegie Corporation, is huge and played a crucial role in bringing about the public education system that we see now in shaping public education along with the Rockefeller Foundation in shaping the modern medical system. And of course, the Carnegie Foundation, the Carnegie Corporation, was also instrumental in, just like the Rockefeller Foundation, the early eugenics movement, right? obsessed with reducing the human population, sterilization of who they considered to be unfit, right? the unclean, sterilizing them. So the Carnegie Foundation brought us Sesame Street. What were they doing? What were they doing? They just love us so much, right? Uh, the beginning of the iconic children's program Sesame Street can be traced to an apartment in Manhattan's Gramercy Park. It was 1966 when Joan Gans Cooney, who worked in public television, hosted a small dinner party at her place. Her boss, Louis Friedman, was there, as was Lloyd Morissette, an executive at the Carnegie Corporation of New York. So it's just, you know, grassroots meeting. They're just sitting around, they're having dinner, they're thinking, how can we help these young black children, right? Yeah, sure. Friedman started talking about the potential in using television to help educate children. Something clicked, and this is a quote, something clicked in Lloyd's mind because Carnegie was financing research and educational development of children, how they learn, Gans Cooney said in a 98 interview for the Archive of American Television. And he and his wife, after 10 years of marriage, had two little kids and did notice that there was nothing really on for them. Oh yeah, they, they made it, they definitely made it for... Uh, Carnegie's children, right? This was to educate billionaire philanthropist children. Okay, you a, a little a little garbage pail grouch, right? And uh, and and a cookie monster, and a bunch of muppets acting like retards, giving social engineering cues. This was for the the Carnegie's children, I'm sure. He got up one morning and found them watching test patterns waiting for something to come on. So it all sort of came together in his mind. Why not do something educational, good for children, that will help them cognitively? Oh, because Elmo, we know Elmo helped everybody cognitively. Oh, we know that the Carnegie Foundation, they just want children to grow up and be so smart like Elmo. Because Elmo talks about Elmo in third person. And Elmo is... Uh, unspecified age, but Elmo talks like he retarded and autistic all the time. And we just want to make it to children so happy and to be so smart like Elmo. In the early days of broadcasting, this was a novel concept. Days later, an exploratory meeting was held at Carnegie. Soon after that, Gans Cooney was traveling throughout the United States and Canada, researching the use of tele television for preschool children and what for what turned out to be a groundbreaking report. November 10th, 1969, Sesame Street premiered with the distinguished actor James Earl Jones appearing as the first celebrity guest. So you've got James Earl Jones, you've got uh, Darth Vader. Now, this is 1969 before uh, those films came out, but 1969, right? Right kind of in the middle of all this civil unrest that's kind of being fomenting in the U.S., the middle of the uh, so-called uh, psychedelic movement. Right, when the streets were flooded with drugs by the U.S. government. The same time the streets are being flooded with drugs by the government, the state is flooding the airwaves with propaganda, telling you to take the drugs, 
then Sesame Street gets put out there to program the next generation of children. So Gans Cooney said that the reception was so incredible, the press adored us, the parents adored us, nothing like it had ever been on air. And there was there had been there's been very few television programs, and maybe it's the only one in history that got this kind of immense reaction. Right, so that was the beginning of Sesame Street. Another quote here. Sesame Street literally would not be here were it not for the bold vision and audacious philanthropy of the Carnegie Corporation. So the Carnegie Corporation, this is just philanthropy, right? Just like you know, Bill Gates, philanthropy. He just wants to help everybody with reproductive health services. Hey, yeah, now the, the philanthropy, all they, the, it's a nonprofit organization, you guys. Sesame Workshop is a nonprofit organization. Nonprofit. All right, just like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, nonprofit. Even though Bill Gates says he gets a 20 to 1 return on his investments into those uh, happy, healthy, soon to be mandatory shots that Sesame Street is now being paid to tell you to get. All right, so they basically became a mouthpiece of the state. They became a mouthpiece for the state and they've been weaponized globally. Right? The workshop, Sesame Workshop, reaches 156 million children in 150 countries. Study after study has pointed out Sesame Street's success. Oh, the studies have shown it's successful. A 2013 report found that children who watch one of its international versions gained an average of nearly 12 percentile points on learning outcomes. Wow. Oh, Elmo's so happy that all the little babies in Iraq and Afghanistan and Palestine, oh, they, they get better outcomes for their learning. They get better learning outcomes. I wonder what the learning outcomes are. Perhaps the learning outcomes mean they take the shots or sterilize themselves. Yay! In Afghanistan, children who watch, who watch it test 29% higher on gender equity attitudes. Oh, they're, they're, they're truly being educated. They're truly helping these children. This is clearly philanthropy. Gender equity attitudes. As a trans woman, as a, as a lesbo, I am, I'm just ecstatic. I'm just ecstatic. Somebody should go, maybe Sesame Street should help Twitter, who banned me today for being a, a trans woman. Right? Maybe Sesame Street should help Twitter to understand that perhaps hate banning my account was not the best thing to do. Okay, I know the audience is going to be writing to, uh, to Twitter, to Twitter support and Twitter safety, telling them to reinstate at Tristan Haggard's account. Okay, it's very crucial that you guys help me uh, for gender equity. Okay, in Bangladesh, 49% more children use soap for hand washing. Oh, wow. After participating in the Sesame Workshop program and a new Harvard Business Review article. Oh, that's great. Oh, Harvard Business Review. That's what be. Philanthropy, huh? List Sesame Street among the past century's 15 examples of social movements that defied odds and achieved life-changing results. Oh, man. Against all odds, the Carnegie Corporation's Sesame Street just ended up being so successful. So successful. So anyways, PBS, so some public broadcasting. Uh, you got a budget. Your tax dollars go to this. Oh, no, but look, recent threats to future funding appear to have been averted. Oh, thankfully. Thankfully, my tax money still goes to this shit. Look at this. $1.35 per citizen per year goes to, what is it, uh, public broadcasting. Through the Public Broadcasting Act. For the public, right? This is, they just want to help you. They just want to help you. They love you. 
There's a couple more articles here about Carnegie Corporation. 40 years of Sesame Street. There's 1967 Carnegie Commission on Educational Television, funded by Carnegie Corporation, produced a landmark report that led to the creation of the public broadcasting system. So it's not just Sesame Street. It's the public broadcasting system. Uh, and then, of course, the public-private partnerships that are always being pushed for by the likes of the Rockefeller Foundation, the Carnegie Endowment for World Peace, they call it, right? which basically the, the Carnegie War Chest. This is what they do. They work with the state. They take our tax money, and they don't pay taxes themselves because they claim that it's – this is just educational. right? This is philanthropy. Of course, their philanthropy is promoting highly – dubious products for children to eat, teaching your children to be cookie monsters, teaching your children to eat kibble, to accept dudes in dresses as their friends, random dudes in dresses on the street, should just be approached, hang out with them on the street. This is what Sesame Street is teaching children now. But look, the Smithsonian Magazine, they got the bald black roots of Sesame Street. Yeah, sure, sure looks like some, some real black roots here, Sesame Street, with... Uh, <laughs> with Joan Gantz Cooney. I mean, this you guys can't tell because this is an old image, but she's actually she's actually just in white face right there. She's mocking Whitey. You know, she's a, she's a great civil rights uh, advocate over there. The black roots of Sesame Street. 40 years ago, upon the 10th anniversary of the debut of Sesame Street, the New York Times offered an appraisal of the revolutionary children's television program, reminding readers that the show with universal appear initially declared its target audience the four-year-old inner-city black youngster. So that's who the Carnegie Corporation was targeting. Right? And they're targeting those children with behaviorist programming. Right? This is television programming to influence those children's behavior. Right? Grooming them for life. This is what it's about. Now, Sesame Street arose from the Lyndon B. Johnson administration's Great Society Agenda, a series of federal programs that carried out the ambitious goal of eliminating poverty and racial injustice. So yeah, Lyndon B. Johnson, LBJ, he just cared about racial injustice. While he's sending hundreds of thousands of young American boys to get blown up over there in Vietnam. All right, well, he's spending millions of your tax dollars to blow up little Vietnamese babies, to blow up little American babies over there in Vietnam. No, they're just, they're fighting poverty, right? They're just fighting poverty. This is for the black community, right? They just care about the black community. It was rooted in African-American culture, more specifically the historically black community of Harlem. Okay, so... Um, of course, it was all developed by the Carnegie Foundation. But no, we are uh, we we really just want equality. It's all about equality. All right, so here's uh, some of these early images. Look at the uh, this is them trying to make you think that this is some grassroots thing just for the black people. This is the children's television workshop from the Carnegie Corporation. Can you guys see this? You've got the woman right here, Cooney. Joan Gantz Cooney over here, flanked by some black women. Oh, look, she she's just so, it's so grassroots. She just loves hanging out with black women. It's all just about empowering black people. 
all about empowering black people, right? Look at that. Finally, a little support from the YouTube bigots. Top bigot of the night over there on YouTube, at least. Silver Flesh donated five bucks as my wife and I are starting a group in my state for like-minded people willing to draw their line in the sand against V-word requirements. Do you think it's going to be worth trying? Or are we too far down the river to come back from this? Hey, I think you know, networking with neighbors, networking in your real community is absolutely crucial, right? Having local businesses who are going to say, no, we're not going to require face diapers. No, we will not require proof of waxing. We will not require these things. I mean, this is, this is great. So yeah, I mean, I would, hope, I would hope to see more people doing this, building real communities in their real neighborhoods rather than letting Sesame Street <laughs> gaslight the children in your neighborhood into being groomed for life by the Carnegie Foundation. Right? We should be making real communities and actually doing this. So absolutely, man. I mean, I don't think... Uh, I think it's a great idea. So thank you very much for the super chat. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, the Streamlabs donation. The Streamlabs tip over there, Silver Flesh. You guys who are on uh, Rockfin, we got a few tips on Rockfin. Let me see if we got any to read. Tate tip, five bucks, says hashtag not vaxxed. There you go. There you go. Tate, I'm going to have to report you for that. We're going to have to get, um, we'll have to get Elmo to re-educate you over there, Tate. All right, guys. So thank you guys. Hey, you guys over there on YouTube. Maybe got another 15, 20 minutes. We'll be on YouTube, and then we're going to be going over there exclusively to Rockfin. All right, so thank you guys for the support. If you enjoy the stream, please don't take it, take it for granted. Please support the streams via the Streamlabs tips over there, or if you're on Rockfin, feel free to tip over there in Rockfin as well. We really appreciate all the support we get from you guys. You guys over there in, uh, in the YouTube chat, pull up a tab in Rockfin. I'm just putting the link right now into the chat. Here you go. There's a link for Rockfin. Pull yourself up a tab over there. About 10 minutes, we're going to be over there exclusively on Rockfin, where we can say what we want. We're going a little bit deeper in all this stuff. So yeah, there we go. It's just, it's so, um, it's so grassroots, right? It's just, it's for the black people. It's for the black community. January 1970, Ebony profile of Sesame Street included a photo of Cooney flanked by a team of African-American women, including the head of Seattle Head Start and the headmistress of a New York preschool. Chester Pierce, an African-American psychiatrist and Harvard professor. Harvard professor, wow. And remember, this is 1969. This is coming out of the MKUltra experiments, where Harvard was heavily involved. Where Stanford Research Institute was heavily involved. Remember, a lot of people think of MKUltra, they just think about, oh, it gave some hookers some acid or something, right? No, this was extensive research being done on behaviorism, combining drugs, hypnosis, and multimedia programs to program the human psyche to respond to environmental stimulus in a specific way with a focus on long-term. It wasn't just about developing drugs and making uh, uh, Manchurian candidates. Right? It was about psychiatrists, psychologists. It was academia. African-American psychiatrist and Harvard professor helped design what he called the show's hidden curriculum to build up the self-worth self -worth, sure, of black children through the presentation of positive black images. Pierce also insisted the show present an integrated, harmonious community to challenge the marginalization of African-Americans that children routinely saw on television and elsewhere in society. 
Sona. This is, this is about driving the culture. It's about driving, manipulating, and forming the image that black children have of themselves, what they believe about themselves, the beliefs they have about what their place is in the world, about who they really are and what they're all about. Aaron the Big Black Bigot donated 10 bucks. What's up, dude? Aaron the Big Black Bigot. Look at that. Stepping up, top bigot of the chat of, the, of any chat so far. Bigger bigot than anybody over there, even on Rockfin today. Even on Rockfin today. You know, usually the Rockfin crew is tipping like crazy. They're a little slower today. Maybe we got a little maybe we got a little bit less people watching. It's a Friday night. Who knows? But Aaron the big black bigot stepping up to the place. Says, I'll take the last stream labs and double it. The black community don't want this shit. Aaron, clearly you must not be really black. I'm gonna have to ask Joe Biden. Okay, well, if you don't like Sesame Street telling you what to think, what to put in your body, and you don't like psychiatrist Chester Pierce, right? Chester Pierce sound like a sound like a porn star name, right? Chester Pierce, um, African American psychiatrist, Harvard professor, designing the show's hidden curriculum. If you don't like that, my goodness, my goodness, what what kind of you then you ain't black in the uh, in the words of the great. The great philanthropist and most popular American president ever, Joseph R. Biden, husband of Jill, Dr. Jill Biden. So, yeah, yeah. So we got, yeah, Sesame Street coming out of the Carnegie Corporation being used as a social engineering front for big money for big money now remember carnegie is not just this fluffy happy healthy nice corporation that just cares about you right they're not they're not heroes like the frontline twerkers and the frontline people who are getting the covid shot right they're not heroes like them we're going to get in a little bit of the past of the carnegie foundation of course this ties into what we learned about the Rockefeller Foundation. And there are a lot of these guys like Davenport, Charles B. Davenport, the zoologist. You might recognize that name from our previous Rockefeller Foundation deep dives. They come into play here because the Carnegie Institution for Science, the Carnegie Corporation, was heavily invested in the eugenics movement, the sterilization campaigns in the 1920s and 30s, the race-based sterilization campaigns, of attempting to get rid of the people who they considered unfit in order to create a master race. Right Now, this ended up feeding into the Nazi ideology, ended up being discredited by the Nazis, but of course, big philanthropy, big pharma, run by big philanthropy, big oil, also run by big philanthropy, big media, also funded by and directed by these philanthropic organizations and the education system directed and funded by these philanthropic organizations, these NGOs like the Rockefeller Foundation and the Carnegie Foundation, Carnegie Corporation, excuse me. All right, we're going to get into this. We're going to get into their obsession with eugenics. But first, speaking of um, sterilization, let's go and... Uh, um, we're going to check out some of the heroes over here. We're going to we're going to sign off on YouTube in a minute, but first we'll end it with this. We've got we've got a uh we're going to have to Oops, where's Sorry, it was OBS. 
There it is. We're going to highlight some of the heroes, some of the true heroes of this week. Okay, Heroes from the front lines of the battle for the science. The battle for the science. Okay, Because the science is settled. The science is settled. You guys know that. The science is freaking settled. The science is settled. The experts have spoken. And the science, just like gender and the future, and this kind, zir, them or they, the future and the science are both non-binary. Look at this. Hero. Look at this hero. Look at those pants. Look at those pants. Now, we were just talking about 1969, the launch of Sesame Street. Now, this guy would fit in, wouldn't he? This non-binary gentleman would fit in perfectly fine back in 1969, maybe 1972, 73, 74, 75 with those pants. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that see-through shirt. You can see that chest hair. Women have chest hair too, okay? I know because I am a woman. I don't know what this guy identifies, this... uh, I don't know what they, them, identify as, but they are 100% protected. Okay, look at that. Mask and, mask and face shield. Okay, take note, bigot. Take note, bigot. This guy is protecting you and protecting your children. Okay, that, that's, the, that's a frontline twerker right there. That's a frontline hero. That's a hero. All right, next... Next up, of course, now, now my thread that I had on Twitter, my thread that I had on Twitter is gone now, unfortunately. Another hero of science. Look at that. Look at that. Hey, hey, you guys, you want to get back to normal? This is your ticket back to normal. Your ticket back to normal, okay? Follow the science. This Quain does. Look at that Quain. K-W-A-I-N-E. That is a true quain. Thank you very much. You are keeping us safe. Now this guy, look at that. Wow. 100%. He trusts the science. Do you trust the science? What are you afraid of? He's not scared. Why are you so scared? What else are you afraid of? You afraid of, uh, you, you afraid of microchips and the aliens are going to put the chips in you from the vaccine or something? Stupid conspiracy theorist. Hey, how about you listen to the science? How about you do a little bit of research? Okay, vaccines.org. What did Joe Biden say? Cog. Vaccines.cog. Vaccines.org.org. <laughs> All right, 100%. This guy's 100% protected. And it's about 97% effective. In some cases, 97% effective. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Right, wink back if you trust the science, right? Wink, double wink. Wink twice if you love Dr. Fauci and you got your Fauci ouchie. He got it. Look at that. I like that. He's rocking that, rocking that little tiny Band-Aid. 100% safe, allegedly. I believe it. He's fine. That's just how his eye always looks. He likes his eye to look like that. Okay, he's safe. He's protected. And so is her baby. Look at that. Beautiful child. Beautiful baby. No mask on the baby. All right, losing some points for that. But hey, mama, wearing the mask. 
Mom was wearing the mask. Hey, hey, drive through. Excuse me. I'll take protection for two, please. Huh? Protection for two plus community immunity with a side of free fries and a Coke. Hey, and how about give me one of them uh, raffle tickets too? Huh? Billion dollar, billion dollar lottery. Who wants to be a millionaire? You want to be a millionaire? Get the shot. All right, that baby, 100% safe now. Protected. Look at this. Look at this guy. That is, that's a real man. That's a man's man. Look at that. That's beautiful. That is, <laughs> this is a body made by science, okay? Plant-based, 100%. You could tell. You could tell because he's lean, ripped, shredded. Shredded. Right? He's not trying to be like big and bulky or anything like that. Right? He's trying to be sleek. He rides a fixed gear bike. Okay? This guy is 100% protected. 100%. Right? He'll, he'll take a Beyond Burger for free from the Burger Shack. Thank you very much. Lean, clean, protected. Not like those unclean, anti-masker, anti-science idiots. Okay, if anybody wants to see what's under that mask, guess what? You can, but only if you've had the shot. He's gonna take your. He's gonna check your certs, checking your certifications. All right, he wants to see. He wants to see that. He wants to make sure he's protected because he's keeping you protected and me protected. Young man, thank you, thank you very much. I think this is the. Uh, this is the last one. You can't see one of their faces, but you know what? This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Two, this is just a happy, healthy American couple, okay? Happy, healthy, normal couple. This is what normal couples look like, all right? A couple hairy-legged um, individuals, them, all right? Look at that, science. Pro-science, pro-vaccine, pro-Dolly. What is Dolly? Dolly Parton, oh, pro Dolly, there you go, there you go, all right, that's awesome, that's awesome, we all know, you guys, come on, this is it, this is it, this is real, this is how you love your neighbor, right, do you love your neighbor, love is love, you guys, science is love, have you ever heard that, love is also non-binary, just like science, okay, but not like vaccination status. Vaccination status is not non-binary. You're either, you're either shot up or you're not, okay? You're either protected or you're unclean. Now, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the science. We all know that science loves us. Science allows us to love. Science loves you and it loves them. And them will always be for you. Them will always be there for you. Science will always be there for you as long as you're there for science, okay? This guy's pro-science. He's pro-vaccine. He's pro-Dolly. And he's pro-love, okay? So anyways, we've... Uh, those are some of the heroes of today. I'm gonna just give him a round of applause. Look at that. Two, two applause. Two applause. Thank you, guys. We appreciate your... Standing up for the science. We appreciate it. We're going to help you guys to continue to stand up for the science. But we're going to be going over there exclusively to Rockfin. We're going to be, we're going to be on Rockfin. Here is the link for the Rockfin stream. We can talk about what we want on Rockfin, which is cool. 
We don't have to. Yeah, there you go. Somebody said it was the clone sheep named Dolly like 20 years ago. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking the clone sheep Dolly, but maybe it's Dolly Parton. Because she got the Dolly got the shot. Who knows? Yeah, she's pro them, they. You bigots. Jump over to Rockfin. We're finishing up the stream on YouTube. We're done on YouTube. No more biting the tongue. We're going deep on Rockfin. We're going to get a little bit more into that uh, magnet challenge thing. And we could talk about whatever the heck we want to on Rockfin. So the second half, uncensored, unfiltered, over there on Rockfin. Make sure to share this. Make sure to share the, the, the Rockfin link. The link is pinned in the chat on YouTube. All right, thank you guys who sent Streamlabs donations. Aaron the Big Black Bigot and Silver Flesh. Right, hey, there's, there's good days and there's bad days over there for the Streamlabs. Today was a little slower. A little slower today, but hey, we appreciate you, uh, we appreciate you bigots who do support the stream. You, know, you guys who do not take it for granted, you guys who always support the show here, it is duly noted. We don't get that Carnegie Corporation money. We don't get that Bill and Melinda Gates money. We don't even get YouTube money. <laughs> we don't even get YouTube support. So anyways, we're going to take a quick intermission right here. Three, four-minute intermission. You guys are watching on Rockfin. You're in the right place. We're continuing exclusively on Rockfin. Jump over there from YouTube. Links in the description. If you're watching live, you watch it for free. If you're watching after the fact, you might have to upgrade to a subscription. But there is uh, lots of awesome premium content over there on Rockfin that you can watch exclusively exclusively over there. So we see you guys next time. Later, YouTube. Rockfin, we'll be right back. And we're going to be going deep. We're going to be deep diving a little bit more on the Carnegie Foundation, the Carnegie Corporation, connections to the eugenics movement. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on with the stabby jabby rollout with the, uh, uh, the so-called magnet challenge as well. All right. We're out of here. Later, YouTube. Rockfin, we'll see you over there. Sweet as green.